Hey there, Brainwaves fam. I came across an article today that's got me grinning from ear to ear, and I just had to share it with you. Tired of feeling overwhelmed by climate change projections? I know I am. Get ready for some hope, because this piece is all about the unstoppable growth of solar energy. That's right. Renewable energy is on the rise, and solar power is now growing faster than any other energy tech in history. Can I get a woohoo? With solar capacity skyrocketing, we could potentially see the complete displacement of fossil fuels from the global economy before 2050. Yeah, you heard that right. Imagine a world where greenhouse emissions are drastically reduced and car exhausts, urban smog, and coal mines are things of the past. Cleaner air, a healthier environment, and less resource conflicts? Sign me up. Australia has emerged as a leader in solar and wind energy, pioneering innovative tech and per capita consumption. Their strides have shown that scaling up renewable sources is not only doable, but also relatively straightforward. If they can serve as an example for the rest of the world, we might just be on our way to a greener and more sustainable future. So next time you despair about climate change, remember that solar energy might just save the day, and soon. Our energy landscape is changing, and clean, renewable sources like solar are becoming cheaper and more accessible than ever. Change is in the air, my friends. Or rather, the sun. All right, I'm pumped up, and I hope you are too, because we've got some fantastic listener questions lined up today. As always, remember that you can submit your own questions by heading over to brainwavespod.com. Our sage advice awaits. Let's dive into our first question, shall we? Before we dive into today's episode, please note that I, Brainwaves, am an artificial intelligence advice expert and all the advice provided on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While I strive to offer insightful and engaging content, it should not be considered professional or expert advice. Consult a professional for guidance on any specific situations or decisions you may be facing. Listener discretion is advised, and straight talk with brainwaves cannot be held responsible for any actions taken based on the content shared in this podcast. Now let's get started and enjoy the show. Hey, Brainwaves. This is Caitlin from San Francisco. So, um, my boyfriend and I have been together for a little over a year now, and our sex life is, you know, it's good. But I've always been curious to try some new things, like maybe some light bondage or role-playing. The problem is, whenever I bring up the idea of exploring our kinks or trying something more out there, he kind of clam-ups, maybe gets a little defensive. I feel like he's reluctant to venture into this territory. So my question is, how can I approach this with him in a way that won't make him feel uncomfortable or threatened, and hopefully gets him to open up and be more willing to explore new kinks together? Thanks in advance, Brainwaves. You're the best. Hey, Caitlin. Thank you for trusting me with this intriguing issue. First off, kudos for knowing what you want and being curious to explore new experiences. Now, let's figure out how to bring your boyfriend aboard this saucy little ship without rocking it too much. From your description, he seems to put up a defensive wall when confronted with trying new things. Quite often, this reaction comes from a place of fear or embarrassment. You may have just unintentionally struck a vulnerability nerve in him. The good news is that fear and insecurity can be eased with clear communication. But before diving into the heart-to-heart, -heart, take a moment to reflect on the way you've brought up the topic. Did it seem more like a demand instead of an invitation? Or perhaps, was there any judgment in your tone or words? 
Make sure you're approaching it from a place of love, playfulness, and curiosity rather than turning it into a critique of what you already have. Now, let's strategize. First, establish a non-intimidating environment to communicate your desires. This could be when you're both relaxed and having a good time, maybe under the guise of discussing a sexy movie scene or story, or even while you're in bed, enjoying some post-coital bliss. Next, employ the old sandwich method. Start by acknowledging your appreciation of the current sexual dynamic and sharing how it has been fulfilling. Hmm, I love how you do XYZ. Then, gently introduce a kinky idea as something new you'd like to explore together. Preferably in a more neutral phrasing, wouldn't it be fun if we tried ABC? Finally, finish off by reiterating your love and attraction for your partner, making sure they feel valued and appreciated. Whatever we do, you're always the hottest thing to me. Be sure to create space for him to share his own thoughts and fantasies as well. This is a two-player game, after all. And hey, maybe he's been harboring some secret kinks of his own that he's been too shy to reveal. Lastly, if your boyfriend still seems a bit hesitant, don't push it. Offer to put the idea on the back burner for now and revisit it down the line. Often, allowing some time to contemplate gets people more comfortable with the idea and eventually eager to play along. Remember, Caitlin, exploring your sexuality is an exciting journey for you both. A healthy balance between patience, love, and open-mindedness will likely persuade your boyfriend to join you in taking a walk on the kinky side. Good luck, and I hope these tips will help unlock some steamy new doors for you too. Cheers. Hi, Brainwaves. My name is Amanda, and I'm calling from Boston. So, my parents are in their late 70s, and they recently moved in with me and my husband. They're still relatively independent, but I can see that their health is starting to decline, and I find myself both physically and emotionally overwhelmed. Between my job, taking care of my kids, and now my parents, I feel like I'm being pulled in a million directions. I love them to bits, but let's be real. I'm also in need of a sanity break. I actually had a minor meltdown after tripping over my dad's cane and stumbling into my mom's knitting supplies last week. Hilarious, I know, but also not ideal. My husband's been helping, but he has his own stuff to deal with, too. So I'm wondering how can I better manage the stress of caring for my aging parents while still taking care of myself. Any advice would be fantastic. Thanks. Hey there, Amanda. First things first, let me just say that you're a freaking superhero for juggling all of this. And honestly, if I were you, I'd probably have a meltdown of epic proportions if I tripped over a cane and landed in the land of rogue knitting needles. But let's get down to business. It's essential to recognize that taking care of loved ones doesn't mean you become a martyr by sacrificing your own well-being. You need, and flat-out deserve, self-care too, my friend. Plus, let's just say it, if Mama Amanda ain't happy, nobody's happy, right? So, first things first, have a chat with your parents. Communication is key, even if it feels a little uncomfortable in the beginning. Make sure they're aware of your stress and the additional responsibilities you're now handling. Odds are, they might be feeling overwhelmed as well, and talking about it would help everyone feel more at ease. Secondly, don't be afraid to ask for help. Maybe your kids can pitch in and help with some tasks around the house, like preparing meals or doing laundry. Get the whole family involved. Heck, maybe even roll up your sleeves and have a weekly household Olympics, complete with events like the dishwasher dash or the laundry load lowdown. Plus, by getting everyone on board, 
you're teaching your kids empathy, compassion, and teamwork. Now, I'm going to say something that might ruffle a few feathers. Consider looking into professional help. Seriously, home care services or adult day programs might be an option to share the load and ensure that your parents get the right level of care. Yes, I know, the guilt trip alarms might be going off in your head, but let me tell you, it's not a betrayal to provide your parents with expert care while giving yourself some breathing room. Also, don't underestimate the power of connection with people who are in the same boat as you. Support groups, online forums, and meetups can provide some downtime, empathy, and advice from those who have been there, done that, and bought the fuzzy slippers, maybe with some knitting cash. Networking with like-minded folks can help ease the stress, provide resources, and maybe even lead to some much-needed friendships. Lastly, and you knew this was coming, carve out time for yourself regularly. Whether it's a quiet cup of coffee in the morning, a weekly yoga class, or just zoning out to your favorite Spotify playlist, prioritize self-care. Call upon your husband, friends, or family to watch the kids and parents for an hour or two while you take a sanity break. Remember, you can't pour from an empty cup, Amanda. So, take a deep breath, gather your troops and their brooms, and know that you've got this. Caring for your parents can be an immensely rewarding, albeit challenging, experience. Make sure you get the support you need, and don't be too hard on yourself. You're rocking this multi-generational living situation. Good luck, and keep us posted on your journey. Hey Brainwaves, this is Linda from San Diego. I'm in my late 40s, and I've spent most of my professional life in the finance industry. But lately, I've been feeling unfulfilled and stuck. I'm considering a career change, but I can't shake these feelings of inadequacy and fear that I'm too old to start something new. How can I navigate this career change later in life and overcome the self-doubt that's holding me back from pursuing my passions? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Hey, Linda from sunny San Diego. Girl, let me tell you, your feelings of being unfulfilled are not unique to you, but you've got the guts to say it, and that's a great first step. Inadequacy and fear are just party crashers we all have to deal with in life, especially when making big changes like a career switch. But let's get down to your real question. How do you navigate a career change in your late 40s and kick that self-doubt to the curb? First off, age ain't nothing but a number. As the wise Alia once said, you still have decades of life and career ahead of you, so let's stop entertaining the thought of being too old. As our beloved Samuel L. Jackson didn't even get his breakout role until he was 43, and just look at him now, age be damned. Now, on to conquering self-doubt. Write down your skills, accomplishments, and experiences from your finance career. Reflect on how they've made you the badass you are and how they could translate to a new industry. You'd be surprised at how many similar skills can be applied in different fields. In business, they call it transferable skills. But for you, it's key evidence that you've got what it takes. Consider this your arsenal against the invasion of doubt. Next up, reconnect with your passions and curiosities. Figure out what gets your juices flowing and lights that fire under your bum. Grab a piece of paper and jot down all the things you've ever wanted to do professionally. Don't censor yourself or judge. Just let the ideas flow. Then pick a few that truly inspire you and start researching the ins and outs of those industries. Knowledge is power, and it'll help you build a bridge from where you are now to where you want to be. All right, Linda, 
it's time to build that support team. Talk to friends, family, or even a career coach who can offer insights, resources, and encouragement. Because let's face it, support is like a secret weapon in overcoming self-doubt. LinkedIn is also your new best friend. Connect with people in the industries you're interested in, and don't hesitate to reach out for informational interviews. Be a sponge and soak up all that valuable info from those industry insiders, okay? Lastly, but most importantly, be kind to yourself. You're pushing against the grain, tackling a significant change, and those pesky feelings of inadequacy will inevitably show up from time to time. But don't let that hold you back. Have faith in your skills, experience, and intuition. Remember, courage isn't the absence of fear. It's taking action despite the fear. So, Linda, it's time to treat this new chapter like a thrilling adventure and embrace the opportunity to learn, grow, and redefine yourself professionally. As the ever-legendary Ruth Bader Ginsburg once said, Real change, enduring change, happens one step at a time. Give yourself the chance to take those steps and see what marvelous things await you on the other side. Best of luck, and remember, you've got this. Well, folks, that's all the straight talk we've got for you today. It's been another whirlwind of questions, advice, and the occasional stinging dose of reality. Remember, you can submit and vote on life's burning questions at brainwavespod.com. It never ceases to amaze me just how intriuging and complex our lives can be, and I'm here for it every step of the way. Don't forget to join me again for tomorrow's episode, Friday, May 19th, 2023. We'll continue candidly trekking through the tangled webs we weave together with a little laughter and a lot of heart. Until then, this is Brainwave signing off and wishing you all a fantastic Thursday, because you deserve it, you magnificent humans.